0: Exposure is 88.9 The Impact, one-hour forum discussing relevant issues affecting the MSU community. And now, tonight's Exposure.
1: And now, it's the mother of all shows on Impact 89 FM, WDBM East Lansing. Give us a call, 432-389-3255. Get your voice heard on topics including upcoming movies, TV shows, DVD releases, and video games. And now, introducing your hosts, Tricky Nikki and Notorious Neil.
2: What is up, East Lansing? Hello,
0: East Lansing. It's Thursday at 7
2: p.m. That means
0: the it's mother time of all shows. To
2: the mother of all shows. My name is Neil,
0: and I'm Tricky Nikki. And after last week's show, we were actually contemplating changing our name to Nudity Hour after but, our wonderful guest last but week. But we
2: decided that. I, as host, Neil, would have to be naked for the nudity hour. As long as you don't wear buttless chaps, we're okay. (laughs) It's not going to happen.
0: All right. (laughs) This may be the mother of all shows, but not everything goes. (laughs) However, after last week's guest, we also have a delightful guest in studio today as well. Hello, Sharon Radke. How are you today? Hello,
3: everyone. I'm I'm doing well. Thank you. Along
0: with Sharon, we also have Aaron, as usual. Hello, Aaron. You can't
3: get rid of me. Good to have
0: you. No, we really can't. One of these days, it will happen. Just kidding. I love you, Aaron. And of course, Danielle, our new panelist tonight. What's up? Hello, Danielle.
4: She's trying to branch out from the sports rep. Yeah, she's making Having an appearance Monday, here. Seven to eight. Ooh, a Ooh, hey. hey. good plug. Good hey. plug.
2: I don't like Josh, and no plugging his show on my How show. How can
4: you not like Josh?
0: Everybody um, loves that, Josh. I, I
2: was being sarcastic.
0: Okay, good. Okay.
4: Uh,
2: continue He's on, Nikki. a very <laughs>
0: mean <laughs> person. Now, Sharon is the assistant director for special programs for the Alumni Foundation, and she's also the co-chair for the parade going on this weekend, as well as the chair of the wonderful Water Carnival, which they're reviving this year. Yay! Hey. Which is very exciting, and we're looking forward to this
3: huge parade and the Water Carnival this weekend. So if you give us some information, we would love to hear it, Sharon. Sure. Uh, the Water Carnival, actually, this is turning into quite an event. Um, We've had a lot of publicized. Highly publicized. The the kids that are involved with it are just really, really geeked up over Mm -hmm. this. Um, You have to come down on the, right near the Bogue Street Bridge on the river bank and you will not believe the stuff that they're putting together on these rafts. It looks great and it's going to be a lot of fun. 530 to 730 on Friday night, Mm -hmm. uh, right on the Red Cedar River. And, um, it's it's a competition between um, eighteen different rafts, uh, one for each decade of MSU, and one for the future. And then we actually have so the homecoming each crew can actually pick a different decade. Right, each one is representing a different decade of, of MSU or in uh, actually that era. I mean, not necessarily just MSU. And is every decade actually accounted for uh, so far? If everybody shows up, that'll be so neat.
0: <laughs> Very exciting.
3: And uh, so we're we're very excited about it. They can actually win cash prizes and they uh, and plaques and there's going to be a People's Choice Award. So after the um, the Water Carnival, you can go online and you can vote for your favorite raft, and then the next day they'll get an award for it. So it's pretty cool. Nice. What kind of award will they be receiving? Um, the People's Choice Award. Uh-huh. They'll get a they'll get a plaque for people best. Best raft. Very snazzy. Yeah. Kind of like the Oscars. There you go. But water
0: parade style.
3: And you have to know that this hasn't been around for 37 years. It was here on campus from 1923 to 1969. And then they stopped doing it. Why did they disband that? Do you know out of curiosity? Um lack of interest, I think. And then for the sesquicentennial, we just thought it would be fun to bring it back. And if it's popular, we'll bring it back again next year. Yeah, and if year. people don't know, it's actually our 150th anniversary here of our wonderful
0: school. I would like to know the person who invented the sesquicentennial. I can't who even can pronounce, pronounce that word. That's why I just said parade. Yeah, you right. have to basically ha- the yeah. S-parade,
3: Whatever. if you will. That's why we call it the S-150 parade. Thank and you. Events. It's just, just much easier. Just, I've really <laughs> been We're college students. We don't
0: think that. in those kinds of big terms. I just don't
4: understand the point of inventing a word that is so hard to say that only, like, 10 people can say. There you go. What's the point? Hey, <laughs> S-150.
0: That works for me.
3: Much better. As soon
5: 10 people can feel better about themselves. Oh, sure. Because, because they, they can, they can maybe pronounce, pronounce it. pronounce it, but they can't do too much else. <laughs> you know?
3: So we're expecting a, a big crowd. Um, we're going to bleach your seating, but you can bring a blanket and sit on the banks of the river. And then afterwards, we're going to have a big fireworks display. So Ooh, pretty fireworks. cool. Rainy of
0: 4th of July. hmm Right here at MSU. You hear that, kids at home. This will be a very exciting event. And also, can you tell us a little bit about the S-150 parade, which will be on Saturday? Uh, Yeah.
3: Our goal was to have 150 units, and we have 145. So we're really close. Is there still time to sign up? Or Uh, have you guys cut off? Okay. (laughs) No. But um, come on out. It's going to start at Frandor at noon on Saturday. Go all the way down Michigan Avenue. Um, grand River, onto campus at Collingwood, all the way through campus. and So it's about a 2.5 mile, Two and a right? half miles. And they will be unveiling the new Sparty. They will at 4 o'clock on Saturday right after the parade. How
4: did you sell the new Sparty?
0: Well, Danielle's, you know, a big PIMP on campus, and she's <laughs> VIP. She gets in
3: to see all the new stuff before we get a chance to. So this it. is
4: just the grand opening of Sparty? Well, what
3: it is is... Um, the money that was raised to pay for the new Sparty was raised by all student groups and alumni clubs. Uh-huh. So it's just a way of acknowledging all the people who raised the money for it. Because it cost a half a million dollars to have yeah. that redone. I think so, a lot of people
0: don't realize. Yeah, it's, it's that all
3: private it. money that, that paid for that. So we're just inviting people to come and celebrate that. I don't know if
4: we were just getting another new Sparty
3: no, I think two's en- two are enough. <laughs> you can never have enough Sparties. Well, that's true. Yeah. Now, is Sparty going to be there? Of course. Sparty's going to be oh, everywhere. It's going to be at the water carnival and, and also in the parade. I got a chance to hang out with Sparty or one of the Sparties last he year. And one he, time. Yeah, he
0: proposed to me too. I was just going to say, <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> I knew there was another woman in his life. Uh, He told me there was nobody else. We're going to have to talk during Sparty, run
5: run far away because these girls are not happy right now. Did you know (laughs) that I'm
2: actually taller than Sparty?
0: It doesn't matter, (laughs) Neil. Sparty has the key to my heart, and he proposed twice.
2: Um, Will a listener call a locksmith?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, but about the homecoming parade, I also have to say, up till dawn, my organization will be
3: in it, as well as the impact we will also That's be right. making an appearance right. at the parade and yeah. having a ball. Yeah. And, and a half. this year we have a lot. Of, usually I do homecoming parade, and so it's a lot of the groups that are in homecoming. Uh, but we also have a lot of other, a lot of colleges and departments are in this. We have um, thirteen high school marching bands, and we uh, we've, That's we've a invited. Lot of music. It is. And, we've, and we're bringing back some past athletes from MSU. And there's about 20 of them coming back. And they're going to sign autographs after the Sparty dedication. So it'll be nice. Fun. And
4: where are they signing um, autographs at?
3: Um, right behind the Sparty statue, there'll be a tent. Perfect. The Tent of Champions. Ooh. Uh, snazzy How's title. Are we allowed to come into that? If you are. It's, oh, it's if we a just champion. for everyone. Awesome.
5: I'm going to pretend to be an athlete just so people will like me.
3: <laughs> Aaron, um, people I like tried you
2: despite it, Aaron. It, it doesn't work.
0: So there you go. <laughs> now, um, the actual parade will be running until 4 p.m., you said, correct?
3: Well, it, I'm thinking it's going to end about 3, and then from about 3 to 4, there's going to be, um, we're going to have entertainment right in front of Sparty, the Sparty statue. Three men and a tenor are performing, and there's going to be concessions, and people can go over actually in front of I Am West and look at all the floats because they're going to line up there after the parade. And we'll oh, announce the winners of the parade. So, there'll be some things to do until the dedication starts. The
0: only thing I'm really worried about is that it might be raining that day because of the fact that we've had such bad
3: weather for the past what 5 years now. Yes. Don't say it. Since I'm old and Please I So right now, it. I checked but I it checked it today. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit earlier and I checked today. It's going to be partially sunny, but in the 50s. So it's going to be chilly, but at least there's not going to be any precipitation. So we're from Michigan, we're hardy people, there. we can deal with so that. So I'm thrilled because every year when I do the homecoming parade, I go out to set up and the, the skies open and I get drenched every year. So this will be a celebration for me if the sun is out.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. I'll be wearing my sunnies, I'll have my serotonin levels on
3: full force, I'll be the happiest one there, it'll be a good time. So, Sharon, any other last remarks about... Um, I just, you know, I'm, I think it would be great fun for everyone to come and see us. Um, we're expecting about 4,000 people to participate in the parade. Including and I, me. That's I be right. And I'm not sure how many people are going to be along the parade route, but it's going to be a lot of fun. And we'll the, uh, the uh, judging uh, stand is in front of the union, which is going to be the hot spot. And then there are going to be two other announcing stands along the route.
0: Great. So I'll give you a little wave, Sharon. I'll be You looking do that. I'll be, you running, I'll be riding
3: around in that golf cart putting out fires yeah I'll be so. giving away oh wow <laughs> you'll see Sharon zipping by and go uh oh <laughs> fires yes
5: only at the MSU at the- homecoming do we have a problem with fires
3: <laughs>
5: oh. wrong
3: term huh <laughs> yeah <laughs> probably
0: well Sharon thank you very much for being here today we appreciate you both well thanks out. for inviting me hey anytime we'll see you this weekend yeah we'll see you this weekend
2: yep. Um, we are going to take a break you're listening to the mother of all shows on Impact 89 FM
5: You're listening to Exposure, only on 88.9 The Impact.
0: For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to The Impact Primetime, Primetime. where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week.
1: Tuesday nights from 8 until midnight, The Impact's progressive torch and twang brings you the best in alternative country and grassroots music. Only on Impact Primetime.
3: Visit BloodSaves.com to learn more. This public service announcement was brought to you by the Ad Council.
6: You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432 3893. And now, back to Exposure.
1: Movie news and reviews on the mother of all shows. Yes, we're back.
0: Well, yeehaw! We got an exciting guest.
2: And we got ourselves an Owen, and I want to, (laughs) whoever traded me this, I want tradebacks.
0: (laughs) No, I don't want any tradebacks. Owen,
6: (laughs) phenomenal. So good to have you on the show. In my defense... I was speeding here down 96. I was stuck behind a black Pontiac Vibe. If you're listening, black Pontiac Vibe, you need to get off your cell phone and drive 80 <laughs> in the fast lane.
2: Unless you're calling the impact at 4323893 3,
6: to it give us your opinion. Yeah, so yeah, black Pontiac it. Vibe. The number is 4323893. Give me a call.
5: I mean, unless you, you have a really good buddy. excuse for you know
0: that slow pace you were going.
5: Well, it's about time you got back. I, yeah, yeah, Owen, I just, you know, where have it's you good been? To be back. Where have you been back? I, I,
0: th- I think I told you. We uh, were saying certain things about you on air, that you were aiding Kate Moss that. with the coke addiction one week. I was eating. Then you were on <laughs> aiding
5: on Helping her out. Aiding.
0: Helping her out. Not oh. eating. Aiding. Aiding, oh gosh. aiding yeah. Kate
5: Moss. There was Moss. another time she... I
0: think you were on tour with someone, so please, You've been a busy tell guy. us, where have you been?
6: Well, I have been uh, touring with um, Andre 3000, Chris Martin, Marilyn Manson, Eddie Vedder. Ian McKay, Beastie Boys, and Chuck D. Your role goes off. It's and... almost
0: like you're reading them off the I'm magazine. Like off a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Except
6: Ian McKay is not a recording artist.
5: That's the only problem.
0: Hey, I can Sorry, perform
6: album. with whoever I want to.
0: The magazine. Nice try. Alright,
6: you <laughs> know,
2: we heard the Fox introduction. That means it's movies. Top five movies of this week at number one, Flight Plan.
0: Which I saw and we'll give you a review. We'll review that. Another movie Momentary. we're reviewing
2: tonight, uh, number two at Serenity, that's Fox's Firefly. I'm going to Blabber on about that one in a minute. At number three, we had the Corpse Bride. Yes, Tim Burton goodiness.
6: Yeah, did anybody see that? That no, just looks I haven't scary. yet. I really it's
4: want
2: to. It's
6: supposed
4: to look scary. All right, you I know would want to see it if I was Tim Burton, if it in. was
5: anything but creepy, I would be so horribly disappointed. I would run my. Car into a
6: tree <laughs> your yeah yeah why why didn't they release that at Halloween that would have gotten way more um
5: they sort of did usually
2: for something like that you want to release it maybe a week week or two after they did.
6: Yeah, but they did it too early. It was just like a late September Well, either
0: release. way, it's still doing pretty good. Yeah, you know? it,
2: it, it's still in the top five, which means it'll probably still be in theaters by the time And Halloween. I have to say, if anyone
0: out there saw that movie, please give us a call here at 432-3893. We'd love to hear your opinion S-speaking
2: on it. Speaking of a movie I find completely scary, which I'll go in depth to again, because we have a record three movie reviews tonight. Coming in at number four, we have a Vigo Mortensen's A History of Violence. That Sexy Man. No, <laughs> uh, coming in at number five for some odd reason is Paul Walker and Jessica Alba's Into the Ooh. Blue.
0: Okay, when you put together Hottie Jessica Alba with Hottie Paul Walker, what do you expect? That's going to get a ton um, of Not get any- a
6: good movie. Hot without a plot uh, equals you- movie <laughs> success. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Come on, it's Hollywood. As long as you get some eye candy <laughs> that's, out there. I concur, Nikki. Like hottie but greatest,
6: no plotty. <laughs> that's
2: like the greatest no plot ever. You need to write a book and that's the title.
6: Hottie with no plotty? Yeah, Hottie with no plotty. with no plotty. The, the Lester like, of Jessica Alba.
2: It can be like a biography on Tara
6: Reid.
0: Next thing you know, you're going to be on Conan <laughs> O'Brien promoting the heck out of that. I guarantee you, you'd sell 1000000000s it first, right here on the impact. <laughs> That's right.
6: My, my book is going to be called Hottie without a plotty, and you guys will all have little mini columns. It'll be like a chicken soup. And we could write a book about Neil, Hottie with no body. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
5: Okay, <laughs>
2: coming out this weekend because we're not going to talk about. Oh, that's defense fun of Neil. mechanism. Ooh. Um, we have uh Cameron Diaz's uh, new movie Inner Shoes. That's a chick flick. Hey, well, it Looks kind of good because it's got Sherry or uh, Sherry McLean in it.
6: You know, Cameron Diaz claims that this movie is not a chick flick, but. <laughs> <laughs> ha says Neil I mean laughing. Laugh and that. it's supposed to be like Something that everybody Can relate to She said so to John Stewart But I don't really believe Cameron Diaz I'm not going to see it It's a personally. movie about
2: Sisters coming together With a grandma They didn't know
6: Sure guys can see it Yeah that. guys ring. Hey Aaron You want to see your shoes like tonight Oh totally like
2: It would be great <laughs> Now I can give Cameron Diaz The benefit of the doubt As it's one of those Movies that it's so good guys who eventually see it will like it, you know. There are It's
0: because Cameron like Diaz is well, in it. Cameron That's Diaz, like I can't see. figure out if I like her or if I don't like her. I don't like <laughs> You're her. Have she's to annoying. Figure... She, uh, she's she really not, not the smartest. She doesn't have a big mouth, but world. she's got a if if her look her look nice it... backside. I just got to say. She's got say nice that. eyes, right? I had yeah. a man there, didn't you?
5: Well, I just had to go there, yeah. i just kidding.
0: Well, she's got a nice behind, but that's about all she's got going for. Okay, her. Okay, come she kinda looks like the Joker though.
4: Like she'll be like a really good joker. <laughs>
0: well, right, you know, we- that movie's coming out this week. If you guys want to go see her Heine or her Joker look alike, you've face, also got real
2: quickly uh the <laughs> Curse of the, the Batman movie. you also right. got The Curse of the Were Rabbit starring Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. I never
0: watch those um, cartoons and yeah, movies I, but so it, I never got, got like, into that. It's got like
2: everybody in Hollywood who's not working right now as Helena voice Helena Bonham count.
0: Carter's yeah. in that as well. Yeah, she's, she's doing Corpse Bride. She, that's
2: three movies for her. Also coming out in Ryan Reynolds' new comedy, Waiting, starring some guy named Dane Cook. I don't know who he is. Did we ever talk about
0: him on here? I don't know. Dane Dane Cook Cook and
6: Justin Long.
2: And also an unholy combination of Al Pacino and Matthew McConaughey and Two for the Money. What is up with that? It's about sports gambling. And Okay, here, I'll
0: give you a breakdown. Um, Matthew McConaughey, he actually plays this former college football guy who, I don't know, gets some kind of injury, how it always usually happens. (laughs) But then he uh, meets Pacino, who gets him into the sports gambling business, so it basically screams like a blockbuster. I don't know if it'll actually be as good as old Pacino movies were. Think Scent of a Woman or Heat, but now it seems like Pacino's going for all those blockbusters. Think like The Recruit, you know? I don't know if this is going to That was a runaway success,
5: Character I've seen so far in the previews for this movie looks a heck of a lot like the recruit, you know, like his character in that. His it's character like mixed Devil's advocate. mixed with the he's Devil's Advocate, advocate. Exactly. exactly. He
6: just he, he, he plays like the dominant, the big brother, boss guy. You're my friend. I'm gonna raise and you then and then screws then, you over. But also like the hard ass
5: kind of guy too. Yeah. I mean. Like, yeah, I can be your friend, but I can also kill you if I so desire, so don't make me angry. you played
6: the devil before. So, you can
5: call me dad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'd love Al Pacino for a dad. No, but I think this one's going to have the same fate as Kingdom of Heaven, honestly. That's my mother of all previews there for that movie. Uh, okay. I really think it's going to flop, but we'll see. Matthew McConaughey is in it and he's always eye candy. Yeah. We all love. True that.
6: We all saw Sahara, right?
1: <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
6: all right, we're going to go
2: straight on to the reviews. We've got three of them, so we're going to go pretty quickly, because you know what? Time is money. Uh, come, uh, I saw last Saturday uh movie, Serenity. This is based on um, Fox's uh, sci-fi show that didn't really last all of, like, three months, Firefly. It's about it's set 500 years in the future aboard a ship called Serenity Captain by Malcolm Reynolds aka Mal. He takes aboard two um stowaways, a uh, doctor whose name I don't remember and this weird chick named River who is like insane or something and it comes out that the government known the government is after her because she's a weapon that can like know all this kung matrix style kung fu just out of nowhere. She beats up a whole bar.
0: and It, yeah. go, it
2: goes from there. That's my um, kind
0: of lady. It's said to throw
2: in an empowering women scene. It, it's a continuation of Firefly. Oh, and you have
0: a problem with that, Mr. Weber?
2: <laughs> you go ahead, Neil. It's a continuation of the of, While
0: I kick <laughs> his butt.
2: It's a continuation of the show Firefly. Um, what I like is the first ten minutes of this movie, it's spent bringing everyone else who didn't see that show, which is about everybody, uh, up to speed on what's going on. How they got to um, live in, because they're not on Earth, they're in another solar system because, like, we multiply too much and there's no room left for us. So we took over another solar system. So they sent us to another planet. And this government is all out to make everybody civilized and stuff. And if you're not civilized, we're just going to come and kill you.
4: Oh, man. That makes sense.
6: Conform! What fun is this new planet?
2: Yeah. Um this is all written and directed by Josh Walden who created some show called Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel. Uh, yeah. yeah. The and winners he's, there. <laughs> he's also got the Wonder Woman yeah, movie. Yeah, Wonder he's Woman's wo- coming up. He's working on Who's uh, playing
0: Wonder Woman? They, actually they want to complete Nikki. nobody for that role. So uh I got called. Yeah, Nikki. Look for me, I've been getting in shape. I've been, you know, trying on the Wonder Woman costume. I don't mean to brag, but it's gonna be a great flick. I've seen it. Uh, actually, it's it's not even out in pre-production yet, okay? We've got it under wraps. Okay.
2: <laughs> um, basically, you know, it brings everyone up to speed um, with what's happened in the series. It takes 10 minutes and then it goes on with the action. Um, it's a sci-fi western. There's no aliens in this new future. There's just humans and they're a sci-fi western. Yeah, sci-fi so do western. Do they
0: like, have a whole cowboy? Hats? There's
2: there's um the beginning Yeehaw. scenes are a bank robbery on a desert planet. Is there like so a Tim
0: McGraw music going to tell you to a shootout at
2: high noon, boy? Well, they have banks your in the future. Caesars. Well, they have banks bankish and. You know, they don't use laser guns. They've all got shotguns and pistols and what have you. What sort of a laser future future? is this? There's
5: no aliens. There's no laser guns. They're on desert planets. There's lasers on the spaceships. Yeah, but still, you don't have personal lasers. You're on a desert planet. You'd think if we can go to another solar system, we'd find a decent planet other than some barrier. Well, this is planet. on the
2: Outer Rim planet. You need to see the movie before you.
6: Have
5: you really seen judge I'm just very disappointed planet. in this future.
0: <laughs> That's just one planet uh, out of yeah, like, Yeah, we don't 20. have anything to look forward to. Come on, keep going. This is a planet. <laughs> <isn't>
6: <laughs> realistic murder weapons in the future.
2: Come on. No! <laughs> so they go on. Um, I was reading Josh Weldon, even though Firefly only lasts the season. He said the plot in this movie takes you to the end of season two, so there's a lot for those three Firefly fans out mm. there. I know one person who actually has seen the show. Have you? I have not. But after seeing this movie, I mean, it's a good mix of comedy and drama. After seeing this movie, I want to watch the
5: show. Do you think that they use this as like a stunt to try to bring back the show to try? To I get really, some sort of- after
2: watching this movie, um, I really think that they should just continue the story on in movies and not try to do a TV show. Oh, okay. Because this is. It looks really good because a lot of it is um, CGI. The ship's all CGI, oh. and there's all this other stuff, and it's
6: pretty good. And not even real lasers; they're CGI lasers. Right? <laughs> CGI
2: <laughs> lasers. And getting worse. you know, overall, on the scale of awesomeness, I'm gonna give this a seven point five. Oh, it,
5: it, 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 it everything that's... is a seven point five with Neil. Yeah, I like that number. It it
2: was
0: expand go- your numbers. Don't discriminate. Oh wait, At we least, like, actually wait. 52. No, no, no.
5: I'm
2: gonna rescind <laughs> my 7.5. I'm gonna give it an eight. I'm gonna save that number for another movie. Um. <laughs> give it
5: pi, three point one four one. Anyhow, It's an
2: it's a sci-fi action flick with heart.
0: Oh, with and heart. That's, that's what I'm. But going no to cool say. weapons. So there
2: are cool. There are cool shotguns.
0: Either they're way. Still they're still har- They're
2: harpoon
5: guns. Yeah, we've had those for, like, how many years when we hunted whales? Come on.
0: Hunted whales. Yeah, we use harpoon <laughs> guns for that. Some guy uses a sword. Nice, nice reference. All right, we're just getting further Little and further animals, back
6: in the, in the era of, of I don't know, <laughs> murder combat. They
0: threw rocks at each other, baby! <laughs> All All right, how about Nikki. we talk about planes? Flight plan. Who, who likes uh, crazy plane stories made into movies, huh? Not this me. Just I like airplane? On this was kind of hailed like a Hitchcock thriller. I saw flight plan not too long ago. I'm going to give you a little basic formula here. It was kind of like the forgotten Mixed with that old school Lauren Holly and um, Ray Liotta movie. Do you guys remember that turbulence, turbulence movie? Mm. <laughs> yes. Combined with a little dash of panic room, and add a pigeon of that Stephen King made-for-TV movie where they're on that plane Langolier. and all of a sudden people disappear. Oh, the Langoliers! Yes. Langoliers! Oh, kind of, I
5: remember that movie? I
0: that was any movie with Bronson?
2: <laughs> my loved ones listening, I know you remember
0: that Stephen King movie. Every
2: any movie with Bronson Pinchot is number
6: one in my book. <laughs>
0: Now, the writer Billy Ray, who you might remember, wrote um, Earth 2. Billy Do you guys remember that? Ooh,
6: I remember Earth yeah. 2.
0: Remember that show, Earth 2? No, it's not <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> <That's> no <Nope. good. laughs> No, achy, breaking heart in this movie. Heart. Um breaking heart. But, yeah, he wrote Earth 2 back in the day. Now, uh, he had written Jodie Foster's role for Sean Penn, actually. This was supposed to go to him but he ixnate Go figure.
5: Huh, Sean Penn doesn't want the role. Who can you give it to? So, Jodie
0: Foster! Foster, there we go. Hey, they got a slight resemblance, right? Now, the original character's name was Kyle, but it got turned into Kylie. And uh, <laughs> this is kind of the back, back story here for Kylie. Think, think Sean Penn or Jodie Foster in this, either way, whatever tickles your pickle. Now, she loses her husband in the first few moments of the film, and you don't really know what happened to him. You just see her kind of walking around, not really knowing what to do with herself in the first few moments of the film, and you're left thinking, what is going on? Is she on drugs? Because then all of a sudden, her husband enters, and they're lovingly looking at each other. But yet, you know he's dead, so she's already kind of getting a little schizophrenic in the first few moments of the movie, kind of like sixth sense. But then she comes around, realizes he's gone, and decides that her and her daughter are going to board a plane from Berlin, where they live, over to the U.S. to bury him there. (laughs) So So
6: wait, is the husband's corpse on stowaway. dead
0: hubby's casket is right below them. that oh. did, did that
4: they make a nice seat or did they
5: just trans- put it? <laughs> it had
4: weight. to be over the weight limit. All, <laughs> all is okay sorry, for the I'm sorry, but your
5: carry-on luggage does not fit in the overhead compartments. You'll need to stow <laughs>
4: yeah, he it underneath. Didn't, he didn't there.
0: There's a body
6: in your bag. Uh, this would be a problem. So
0: they kind of chopped him up and then put him underneath. <laughs> okay,
6: it. thank you for clarifying that.
0: <laughs> no, but his his casket was obviously. Do you think you know, they had like, handle with care? <laughs> 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 He's dead. What is Take breakable, breakable.
6: <laughs> very brittle. <laughs> Please
0: take care of my dead husband. Thank you. <laughs> Keep sick. him cozy and warm. <laughs> so all is okay for the moment, considering the circumstances. But then she falls asleep on the plane, wakes up, and her daughter is gone.
5: At. She's down with Daddy hanging out. <laughs>
0: so uh, while she's off keeping Daddy warm, or who knows what. Oh else, man, the panic ensues. Everyone else seems to think she's crazy, since she, they don't really recall a child being with her, and uh, the airplane ticket is not accounted for her child. So then, mm. hmm, the plot even thickens more when they say that her daughter actually died with her husband. So, so dun, she dun, is good. down with daddy. I was right. So maybe there's another casket down there. Maybe Jodie Foster is actually Jody dead Foster. herself. Down she's. Daddy. Did
2: Haley Joel Osment show up as a like a pilot, and did he say he saw dead people?
0: Hey, you're getting ahead of yourself here. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that momentarily. But 99 percent of the movie is on this plane, yeah. which, by the way, is like the coolest thing I've ever seen. It's <laughs> it's a massive plane. It's got like two f- two stairs. Two. Uh, I love those yeah. planes. Oh, no, it's enormous, though, because That's it's got a bar, 10? get this, it's got a bar, Ooh. fully fully stocked You'd for your, there, you know, You'd drinking like this pleasure, sold. for those uh, international flights that are too long for us, mm-hmm. and it's got tons of space, 50 billion bathrooms in one area, I mean, they got, like, beds on this thing, it's nuts, it's nuts, but, um, so she wakes up, you know, figures out, where's my daughter, tries to get her back, can't find her anyway, and, um, Long story short, I think her acting as this is absolutely fantastic. She portrays this scared but determined mother superbly. And the filmmakers do a really good job at showcasing, like, your biggest fears. Losing a child, being claustrophobic, dealing with a possible terrorist attack. And they do a really good job on, like, originality. And it depicts the plane to a T. You know, the annoying kids, the fear of post-9-11... And the actual plane obviously is badass. So uh, for the the plane gets a ten on the mother's scale of awesomeness. But the movie, I would say, about a six. I haven't seen Red Eye, but I'd probably say that Red Eye is a little bit better than this movie. Probably. What I'm hearing.
2: Rachel McAdams is Rachel McAdams is awesome, and Jodie Foster
0: or Sean Penn. You know, either way. But yeah, the plane gets a (laughs) ten. I have to say, it's like a Malibu mansion. I would love to be on that plane in the air. All right. If you have any suggestions or comments about this movie, please call me at 432-3893. Like
2: We're going to go for the hat trick of movie reviews. Oh, yeah, because I got another one. Um, it's Viggo Mortensen's new movie, A History of Violence. Oh, yeah. Viggo Mortensen, an average family guy who owns his own restaurant. Uh, life is happy. His son gets picked on by this bully, but oh, well. And these two guys that killed. Who's
0: the bully? Who plays the bully?
2: I have no idea because the only two, three people. There's like four people in here that I actually knew Viggo Mortison, M- Maria, Maria Bello, William Hurt, and uh, Ed Harris. Everybody else I don't know. So,
0: now, Ed Harris has quite an interesting character. Ed in Harris. Here, I'm, I'm getting hearing, to he's that. Like Scarface.
2: I'm getting to that. Anyhow, two robbers who killed people.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: two people that killed um, some hotel. Uh, Employees in the beginning of the movie show up at his restaurant, try to rob the place, so he bashes one in the face with a coffee um, canister thing, glass. Yeah. And then he shoots them both, and he becomes a down hero because those guys are going to kill those people. And oh, oh no. no. And then a man named Fogarty, played by Ed Harris, has a scar on his face, shows up and goes, Hey, Joey. I'm Tony Montana. Hey, Joey. <laughs> what's up? And oh. he believes that. Tom Stahl, played by Vigo Mortensen is a mob guy from Philadelphia who gave him that mean scar and it goes from there. This is an 88 minute movie so you know everything else I would tell you would ruin the movie. William Hurt's in it and uh, Ed Harris is in it. Really good acting from the four key people I've already talked about. The only problem that was a major major distraction for this entire movie were the sex scenes between <gasps> Vigo Mortensen and Mar- Maria Bello. Um, okay, oh,
0: scandalous. They have
2: the sex scene in the beginning we of this. We don't
0: promote sex scenes here on the Mother of All Shows. They're bad.
2: Okay, they have this sex scene, which is nice to have in the beginning of the film, showing that they love each other. But oh, it goes on for about day. scene at the very beginning. Four of the minutes. Right in. Four oh. minutes. They don't too mess long.
0: around. Dang. And then there's Straight an, to the sex shop. Then
2: there's another one later on. Apparently,
0: they I... do mess around. <laughs> but
2: then there's bump. another one later on towards the end of the movie that I don't understand whatsoever. And I mean. It just, it it took away from everything. I I didn't usually when watch a movie. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm watching a movie, and I don't think about everything else. When those, I was just like, okay, why? And I remembered I was sitting in the theater watching a movie, and like, I watched it with a bunch of frat guys apparently on Monday night, and everyone was laughing and giggling and having a sixth grade guys
4: giggling
5: guys giggling.
2: Oh, you know,
4: here's I would have thing. paid money there, to see that. I know
5: the reason that they put those scenes in there. Because sex sells, and people will go see a movie And Neil, you know sex. you
0: enjoyed every single moment of your I sex actually
5: scenes. didn't, and you know Neil what? Neil was when... the one that was giggling. He just <laughs> does not want to admit the...
2: Frat
0: boys, please, you, don't give you, us that you, excuse. You, you know, when I admitted time.
2: this on air, I'd be like, no one's going to believe me that I didn't like these at all. Yeah,
0: and nobody does believe you, so... Anyhow, well admit I, to
2: outside it? of those scenes, Ed Harris is the man. He's really creepy, especially with that like half-eye.
0: You know what's funny is I used to think that guy was sexy. And,
2: and Will, yeah. William Hurt is equally as creepy. They played the two <laughs> villains in this uh, movie. I'm going to give it a 7.
0: A 7? Uh, wow. I'm surprised. Seven. Not, not a 7.5, Neil? 7, right. 7.5. 7. Like
2: I'm going to give it a 7.25 in the scale of ops in this. I'm not alone in thinking those sex scenes were like gratuitously unneeded.
5: If wow. you disagree with Neil and think that gratuitous sex in movies is a great thing, please call us up and side with me. Four three two three eight nine three. We can gang up on Neil and set. We him love to gang up
0: on. Hey Neil. Nikki,
5: loves me some sexy. <laughs> Do you got any pressing movie news around there?
0: Yeah, actually, I'm really excited about this one because the producers is going to be coming out with a movie oh, yeah. this December. And it's starring Nathan Lane, Matthew Broderick, Uma Thurman. And I did not know that Will Ferrell was going to be in the movie. I knew it.
2: I finally figured out he's going to play the screenwriter of the fake play Springtime for Hitler. So he's playing Which a is weirdo a good role Nazi. For him.
0: Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that because, I mean, obviously, it has won Tony Awards. and... Lane and Broderick actually return to their celebrated roles Mm -hmm. because they played these on Broadway. So Max and Leo are the names, and they play like a scheming theatrical producer and his mousy CPA, who hit upon this like perfect plan to you know embezzle a fortune, raise far far more money than anybody could ever could ever get. But um, I'm really excited for this thing to come out and I just want to promote the heck out of it once it does because I think this will be a great flick it to catch. It should be
5: really good. It should be good, but I don't know if I can ever see Broderick as anything other than Ferris Bueller. That's the I problem. I just saw some, that movie the other day,
0: some, man. It's been a while. It, no, oh. I've oh. oh okay. It's just been like the, 5 years since I saw that movie, so That's the problem some I mean,
2: actors have. I mean, you look at Mark Hamill and all you ever think of is Luke Skywalker.
5: You look at Elijah Wood, see Sears, Frodo, Frodo, and that creepy kid from Sin City. I, mean?
2: I I always think of him from The Good Son, um, Macaulay Culkin playing a really creepy kid. Really good. Is that all? That's all you got, Nikki?
0: Oh, no. Um, Batman Begins is coming out on DVD soon. And but we should discuss that, that during Does the As D, well as... N- no. Joker? Come on, Nikki. Was she's, like no, she's going to be in the sequel. Oh, okay. Hello. <laughs> no, and it the next one is supposed Batman to be called begins. Batman to the Extreme.
2: Oh, Batman Did you guys hear about to the Extreme. This? Oh, God.
4: I wonder right. if they just have writers like just sitting in a box trying to think of the titles. You know for... how many titles what? Batman Begins had before
2: it decided, they decided on Batman Begins? First name was cool. They were going to call it Batman Intimidation Game. But, you know, it didn't happen. Intimid- Who's going to
4: call you up and say, hey, this is supposed to be Batman Intimidation Game?
6: I would.
2: It's way
4: too long
0: to let's say. Let's see Batman to the extreme. not very marketable. It's
6: Extreme Batman. It's not it's just Batman. Batman. It's Batman to the extreme. Oh man.
0: Well, then there's other ones that are saying that they're going to be Batman Reloaded, Batman Strikes, or Batman Attacks.
2: Yeah, Batman these are revolutions. <laughs> yeah, let's go through. the major <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> <laughs> These, these are all internet rumors that I would assume have. Wish no if you
0: could name the sequel to Batman, what would it be?
5: Batman.
2: Who?
0: Return of the Batman. Bring back Val Kilmer. Of the I would Jedi. say
6: Batman starring Cameron Diaz as the Joker.
5: <laughs> Batman strikes <laughs> back. Let's I see like how many, up. like,
0: did you really? just hear Danielle? Danielle said she wants to bring back Val Kilmer for the role. Oh, okay. What? I loved him. He was beautiful. Uh, Bruce Wayne You're was
6: in the, the best Batman here. He I
0: hate down. to tell you this.
4: Bruce Wayne, wasn't
6: that his Oh, no. I meant Michael Keaton. <laughs> well, yeah, Bruce Wayne was good too. But Michael Keaton, that's what I meant.
4: <laughs> yeah, he was good, but Val Kilmer's beautiful.
6: Yeah, well, Batman is not meant to be a beautiful
5: person. Batman is the dark knight. There's a little <laughs> bit of a difference between beautiful people and dark people. We have some comic that's
6: book true. rants going on here. <laughs> Good I thing I'm not getting involved,
2: because the show would then go two hours. Have uh, you I've do... ever
4: had Batman and Catwoman in the same movie?
2: Yes, Batman Returns. Hello. Michelle Pfeiffer oh, really? played I've Catwoman, heard. and Michael Keaton played Batman. Oh, yeah, Batman. that is right. And Danny
4: Our DeVito Danielle. was the
0: We need to update her here. She doesn't know what give the
4: Get me, me out of sports. That's why I'm stuck in sports <laughs> too much. I don't get time for movies. <laughs>
0: okay, All right, we're going to take gonna... a quick break while we fill Danielle in on what she needs to know. Give us a call okay. here after the break. though. 432-3893. we will have some great chats. We'll be right back. This is 89FM.
6: You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact.
0: For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to The Impact Primetime, Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week.
1: Friday nights from 8 until 10 p.m., The Impact Flashback is your retro music alternative, playing your old favorites from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Only on Impact Primetime. Primetime. Okay, everybody, let's play Who Wants to Volunteer in Your Community? We'll start with Sam from Mobile, Alabama. Wait, hold on. I don't want to volunteer. Why not, Sam? We know you have the free time because you do absolutely nothing after school but sit in front of your computer. Wait, you've been following me? Yes, we have, Sam. That's weird. So, let's have beautiful Cynthia here tell you what you could be doing.
0: Thanks, Bob. Hi, Samuel.
1: Uh, hello?
0: Sam, you could take your computer knowledge and volunteer to teach people after school. But I... I don't know a thing about computers, but I'd love for you to teach me, Sammy. Wow. Wow, indeed.
1: Looks like we have another happy volunteer. To find out ways you can volunteer in your community, log on to teensvolunteer.org. And join us next time for another episode of Who Wants to Volunteer in Your Community? Okay. Do what you like to do. Volunteer. A public service message brought to you by the USA Freedom Corps, the U.S. Department of Justice, the Crime Prevention Coalition of America, and the Ad Council.
6: You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432 432- $3.893. And now, back to Exposure.
4: DVD? We don't own a DVD player.
1: Yeah, dude. Nobody does. They're too expensive. DVD news and reviews on the mother of all shows.
2: Hello, welcome to the mother of all shows.
0: Well, welcome back. Dude, We're back, aren't we? It's got like 4 million degrees in here.
2: I, I think I'm getting delirious.
0: I think it's from cold. Got, I think
5: it's just you. I'm quite comfortable right now. I'm cold. We got a lot of DVD reviews.
2: Righteous, so Nikki, we really hit us do. Up first.
0: It's going to be phenomenal. But first, I have to say because we forgot to mention this, dude, guess who turned fifty this week? Who? Kermit the Frog. Wow. Kermit the Frog here. Thank you so much for wishing me a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Kermit. <laughs> Thank we you. just wanted to let you know. <laughs> and did you know that he was actually uh, originally made from an old coat belonging to Jim Henson's mom? I did know that. Hey, uh, random that. trivia for all you Kermit fans out there. But we're going to hop into our DVD review of uh, Disney's most classic, classic chick flick. Do y'all know Cinderella?
5: No.
4: Cinderella,
0: Cinderella. I knew that you was coming. You are smelly, Cinderella.
5: <laughs> That's how I was. I
0: remember that. back in elementary school for Halloween when all the girls would dress up as Cinderella and I'd be the only Snow White in the room. I was always Belle. You're uh,
2: always you're always a Snow White in a world of Cinderella's.
0: No, I think Just I... Just like I'm
2: always the beast in the world of I got psychologically
0: screwed as a result of that. But <laughs> before I get started on this review, I have a little release that I need to do of some bent up frustration. I want listeners to let me know who they think is hotter, Cinderella or Snow White. Cinderella. Hands They're both down.
5: animated people. But Snow White's Betty got,
0: got Rubble. weird the hair. Jay, do you got an opinion <laughs> about this? Betty Come Rubble. On. Cinderella or Snow White? Snow, White's hair because is honestly, so Snow White. Because honestly, I'm gonna go with Pocahontas. <laughs> Ooh, She's a nice. Princess. Hey, what about Ariel? Oh, she was pretty hot too, uh, and half nude, but like, had a fin. <laughs> That'd be kind of
4: Jasmine. Jasmine's probably the hottest out of all of them.
0: Well, either way, Can I think Snow Degrade
3: White came out first. To hey, what Disney. was the name
5: of the mermaid?
4: <laughs> Ariel. Ariel. Oh, is that
5: we, we just were just talking about how hot Ariel was. Nikki, continue on. I don't watch Ariel. Disney
0: movies, which is a shame I because everybody needs a that little came Disney out when in their when we heart. Were kids. You know you're the Princess collection.
2: I do. They came out when I was like five.
0: Well, either way, Snow White came out first back in December 1937. Just so you all know, she was our number one lady. She's brunette. She's got curves. She's a little hottie body. So I just got to say, you know, she's the fairest of them all and vote for Snow White. But Ooh. back on to Cindy. All right. Now, I'm sure all of you know this story. It's been repeated in movies and books numerous times. So I'm not even going to go over what really happens except that she loses her dad and then the obviously the evil stepmother who rules the roost after he croaks along with you know the hideous hags and her stepsisters they take yeah. over they turn her into a servant But yet she's still the happiest woman alive, which I always love about Disney movies, that even though they're forced to work in servitude for all these hags, they still have to put on a happy smile and act like everything's hunky-dory. Do you guys notice that theme in Disney movies? Yeah,
5: there's another thing that I was just thinking about as you were saying that, is that there's never any good women, you're either like the evil stepmother or the... Very good, godmother. You're like after you get to a certain age, you can become good again. But in like the the mind of the Grim brothers, women are evil. Have you <laughs> noticed that? There's like the good father, there's the the prince valiant, whatever. Yada yada yada. Guys seem to be good, but for women, they seem to be evil. I think the they're brothers, all
0: stereotyped. Exactly, as... the
5: brothers Grimm definitely had some misogynistic problems
2: going
0: what on. What about in their Jafar heads. and Aladdin? He was mean.
2: But that wasn't a Grimm's fairy
4: tale. I think that they just a, had
0: some bad evil stepmothers, is what happened. Yeah, I think they
2: had some. I think bad... they had it right
5: on the point. Um. <laughs> oh, Neil, I am not going to help you
2: get oh out of this God. fight.
0: Yeah, don't worry, ladies. Neil's going to be a little off, off curing his uh, his bruises in a little bit. But no, what I love about Cinderella, you know, she sings to these birds and communicates with the mice all the time.
3: She's I don't nuts. know.
0: You know, she's a little <laughs> crazy. That would be termed schizo in today's age, but back then it's cool. You know, her her fairy godmother decides to After pay her the 30's visit instead. To
5: mice is okay. It
0: um, was. but yeah, she gets she gets her wish to go to this wonderful ball and goes off and meets Prince Charming and Shabam. It's a more, but in this world, I think she'd probably get knocked up. But back then, of course, hey, there are still happen. gentlemen out there though. Yes, thank you, Danielle. That's right. You're sitting behind the
2: host microphone. On I the would impact. love to
0: see, though, how they would redo this movie in Tino. T- you know, they today. did
2: with, like, Hilary Duff as Ever Cinderella. Asked? No, but I mean,
0: realistically, think about it in. A yeah, comedic kind of like what way. they did with
5: Romeo and Juliet. They brought it into, like, modern times. They should do that with Cinderella.
0: I bet you should be knocked up right away, and evil stepmother'd be like fighting cholesterol all the time and dying of a heart attack. A...
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but anyway, welcome to the wonderful world of Disney. It doesn't happen there. But in all seriousness, if you do love Disney animated movies, you'll definitely love this. It was all restored. It has its charm and its grace and its wit and all that, and all the classic songs. You know, you sing along when you were little. Do you know that I didn't. one? No. The body body, boom, whatever it was. I don't recall. Pippi boom. Some... Oh, that's that
2: song. I was more of a Bambi guy. Hey, it
0: was Oscar nominated, by the way. So hey. <laughs> and, uh... But throughout this entire movie, I was focused on the mice. They steal the show. And according to the bonus Gus? documentary, Isn't there, a there was a Gus. Gus. He was my favorite character. But um, the DVD has a whole bunch of documentaries and stuff. And they actually said that they considered other animals for the inclusion, but the mice won out. So I'm really excited about that. Who were the other
4: choices, or what were the other choices?
0: Um, Unicorns, hedgehogs, and porcupines, and and some rats. I couldn't see that happening. Small woodland
5: creatures.
0: So, but the the plain line drawings are obviously more vividly drawn here. They're really restored to a great picture, and uh, the highlights for all you Cindy fans on the bonus features are really, really cool. There's actually one called Cinderella Stories, which for you, Danielle, this would be really cool. It's a 33-minute presentation of ESPN hosted by Joe Namath, which uh, looks back on Cinderella Sports Stories. Joe Namath,
4: wasn't he a quarterback
0: with the Jets? You would know this. Yes. That's your area. Joe Namath. Yep. Yep. I think so, because, yeah, oh. there is stuff no, he out was there he
5: about the, the New York Jets. He was the guy that guaranteed the win. His oh, yeah, team was him. completely the underdog for the Super Bowl. He came out. A couple days before the game, and was like, listen, I'm going to guarantee us a win. And then went on to win. And after that, he got tons of endorsements with,
0: like, Old Wait, Spice who do or you something play like for? that. The Jets. The Jets. Yes, I am so score. smart. One point for D. Now, uh, there's also a newly made music video, which I know you are all excited about. <laughs> okay. No. I know you're talking about Cinderella and Facecent. sound hey. It's called "Everybody Can Be a Princess," and it's everybody can be a princess. It's featuring Ludacris, actually. Sorry, I was
5: gonna say who who wrote it because if it's something like. Ashley Simpson or Hillary Duff, I'm going to kill myself. Ashley Nay. Simpson can't
0: Neither write music. of them.
5: She can't sing either.
0: <laughs> There's also a documentary for you all out there From Rags to Riches, The Making of Cinderella, huh? Good uh-huh. stuff here, people. Good stuff. And the best category of all, which I enjoyed thoroughly, is games because hey, I need a little something interactive. And it contains uh, The Princess Pajama Jam. Which was my personal favorite. Which we're having later. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, that'll be vitis. later after Mother All shows. I'm liking
5: Cinderella much right. more already. So
0: yeah, we'll have Cinderella and Snow White together. Am I invited right. or am I gonna? You know what the difference is between the two place? girls? One of them has an
4: extraordinarily awesome castle in Orlando, and Snow White definitely got gypped in Dude, California. I tell
0: I tell y'all that's why I'm so so bent up about this because that was a White, terrible castle. She really got. She came gypped. out I first. that girl. Swear. Fine. She got nothing.
5: So Snow White's castle is in California? Yeah. So whose castle is out in France? They've got the Disney Mine. Bells. France. Mine. Probably Bell's. Bell's? Okay. Cause,
0: well, because Beauty and the Beast was um, plotted in France. Oh. It's I Wonder may Woman's be wrong. Actually, since I'll be in the Wonder Woman movie, that's actually my castle. You guys got your sources mixed up. Uh-oh. But for all the ex- extras that they pack into this wonderful DVD, I give it a seven. But for me, Snow White's still... Rocks my socks. So
2: Speaking of old movies that meet anew, I got a review of the remake that came out earlier this fall or earlier this year of the Amityville Horror featuring Ryan Reynolds acting really creepy. I he did a good it. job of it, He too. did do Holy a really cow. good job of acting. Yeah, you
0: guys got to give me a great review for this because I really do want to see it. insane
2: and creepy. Yeah. He plays George Lutz. Um, story, Ronald DeFeo goes and shoots his family in a house. Kills his two brothers and two sisters, and his mom and dad. And he says that the house told him to do it. So about a year later, George Lutz, played by John, by uh, Ryan Reynolds, and Kathy Lutz, played by Melissa George. They go, they're by the house. And Melissa 20-
0: George? Where do I know her from?
2: Alias. I do believe she was go. an alias. Um, they go, and the house starts acting real creepy. This creepy little girl plays with the daughter. I love the one part where the babysitter, who knows about the murders, she gets locked in the closet, and the little girl grabs her finger, and then puts the babysitter's finger through her bullet hole. Love that part. That was really.
0: Yawn. Did she stick? Yeah, it it's back a very on? good Walk family out?
5: movie. Yeah. After you see Cinderella, go with your kids and watch the <laughs> Amityville <family laughs> Horror.
0: Really make it a yeah. double feature. Anyhow, this is kids. more
2: jumping out at you yeah, horror. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Reynolds just kind of descends into madness, and at the end, he's kind of just Jack like,
0: Nicholson style.
2: Not Jack Nicholson style because he didn't make it look cool
0: no Here's it was it was
2: Johnny.
5: I was still impressed though because I kept thinking like going into this movie that you know oh it's gonna be all right, whatever. And I was, I mean, it was pretty predictable. You knew when things were going to jump yeah. out at you, but it was just so creepy that it still got you off guard. And I was thinking, oh, it's Van Wilder. Van cool. Wilder's going to have a family. Van Wilder's going to be dealing with ghosts. No. Well, I didn't see Van Wilder once in that movie. I was <laughs> like, holy cow, that guy is creepy. And that is totally not Van Wilder.
2: You Actually, know,
0: that's for, really good because every, most uh, actors that play, you know, a particular role, they can't yep. ever get out of it. So, like you're talking about for earlier.
2: every 10 remakes. You get junky ones, but for every ten you get one like the Indiville Horror, which I will say is better than the original. The original, I've seen it, it wasn't as creepy as it could have been.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: But this one was a lot better. Um, still it's not it it's not very smart. Everyone knows what's gonna happen, but you know, it's okay. Features on this, you got audio commentary with Ryan Reynolds and the producers, which he starts acting like Van Wilder because it's funny, it's interesting. He said he wanted to do something different, and he did.
0: You know what else he did different? He married Alanis Morissette. I would not expect that from him. So he
2: married God. Um, dogma
0: I, people, I don't know. It's just a kind of an interesting dogma couple to me. me.
2: I, I caught the
5: I caught the dogma reference. Um,
2: anyhow, there's some making behind the scenes. Yes, I did catch that too.
0: Though she was God and Dogma,
2: and some deleted scenes and audio commentary. Overall, I give this set about a seven movie. Not very movie was good, but you know. With the stuff they got, it's not going to be amazing. I'm going to quickly go over some DVD stuff coming out December 13th is the Sin City uncut, unrated. All the the stuff that I was reading. I know for, you're all marking it in your calendars. Extended, don't which, lie. Um, you're they're going to add the, the um theatrical release was 124 minutes long. This new cut is 147. Basically, Robert Rodriguez said is he's going to Film all the story, the adapted stories, and once everything's filmed and in editing, he's going to cut it down to make it around two hours. So this is this is like your Lord of the Rings extended edition for Sin City. Nice. Going to have some more. And wh- well, I'm and
0: sorry. When does that come out again?
2: December thirteenth. It's going to have all the audio commentaries, all the behind the scenes featurettes that were missing on the Sin City release in August. And it's also going to be complete with the Sin City graphic novel, The Hard Goodbye. Oh, I'm
0: looking forward Everything to that. Everything you
2: want for aye, aye, aye. Um, the Sin City release. Two things that are going to get unre- unrated releases is the 40-Year-Old Virgin and Wedding Crashers. Yes. They're going to have deleted scenes. Event- actually, Ma, there's, there's the going meatloaf. to be some weird features like event planning and some other meatloaf things lessons wedding, cash- wedding Crashers. I think there's actually How to Crash a Wedding, wedding feature at.
0: I already know I've Been how. there, done that. I already yeah. crashed it. But wedding.
2: That, the Wedding Crashers is going to hit stores January 3rd. 40-Year-Old Virgin is going to have um, just like Lionel rama feature. There's going to be My Date with Stormy, which with Seth Rogen, who played the weird fat guy, is going to go on a dinner with Stormy Daniels. Don't know who Stormy hey Daniels now, is. Hey now, don't
0: knock down the weird fat guy. Come on. That's coming
2: out December 13th. Um, only big other, excuse me, big things is King Kong comes out in the middle of December. They decided to
5: release a DVD full of DVD features before the movie
2: a hits DVD theaters. DVD full of DVD
0: features. Nice. Oh, you got lock. a little Peter
5: Jackson. It's Peter Jackson, he does things very uncouth. Peter Jackson, uncouth. one thing I was going to mention during the movies is uh, Halo, the Halo
2: movie just got a big bump because Peter Jackson and Fran Walsh are producing that bad boy, so it might not be bad. Halo.
0: Hopefully not, because the now, game is pretty good.
2: Nikki. Yeah. Yes, Neil. What's going on?
0: Well, let me get to that, please. I'm very excited. No, there's a lot going on this weekend. And uh, before we get to that, though, I have to mention A Crime Against Humanity. I read this today, and I thought this was absolutely hysterical. Ashley Simpson's
5: CD is coming out on the 18th. That's no, A Crime actually, humanity. she's hosting SNL yeah, she's this hosting weekend. she's hosting SNL. Um, they've
0: Redemption. They've got uh, Josh
5: Herter, who plays uh,
2: Napoleon some Dynamite, named... and he Napoleon was in Just Dynamite, Like Heaven. Which, I want to see the... That's back to back great hosts. Last week, um, Steve, Steve Carell hosted, and now we got John Herter. But you know, junky musical guests. I don't understand Wait, like
0: Ashley Simpson she's returning to the scene of the crime
5: yes yeah, like, come call on serial killers do that and mm-hmm. so seeing that she never has learned how to sing and is a horrible singer no matter where she
2: goes I hope she
0: does another hoedown because that would really make my day
2: John Herter said that he would go out if she bombs again and do his Napoleon yeah Dynamite because he again. does that
0: you know slime move in Napoleon Dynamite shoot I hope he gets out there and dances with there that would if you kind of know would be really the... funny
5: is if one of those spotlights up really high kind of loosened up and kind of fell on Ashley Simpson that would be the, the icing on, would be on the cake really funny
0: so she's singing
2: for herself, and people find out that she's a horrible vocalist.
5: That would be funny. She's just a horrible human.
0: <laughs> I think Please. Danielle disagrees
4: with us. But moving <laughs> along. I'm just try to see the good in people, that's all. She
5: has no oh, good. It's saying? Ashley Stinkin' Simpson. Oh,
4: come on. You no. know you rock out to some of her songs. I'm you sad. know you were sad when her and Ryan Cabrera broke up. Who?
5: All I have to say is you do not leave your band
0: hanging on stage. Yeah. Seriously. You just don't do that. that? that? Yeah, the that was jerk? pretty
4: rotten. She's like, it's the band. I wouldn't hate to be part yeah, of her band. She, yeah. Well, who's what? the press, person who pressed play?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, we, gotta, like, we got it. We got another crime against me. humanity. We're gonna move off this so we don't make anybody angry about Ashley Simpson. <clears throat> I love Danielle, she's um, a good heart.
5: If you want to debate maybe. her with me, call up 432-3893 after the show, and I'll be happy yeah. to make. We'll you hang cry.
0: out for a little while after the show. <laughs> now, uh, some author was expelled after calling Harry Potter gay in London. Did you guys hear about this? I read this today what? and I thought this How was really did he funny. Come to that conclusion? Um, well, Reverend Graham Taylor is the name oh, yeah, and uh, apparently he's a top-selling author of children's books and while he was at a school, think elementary school, but over in Britain, he uh, decided to tell 12-year-olds that, you know, Harry Potter's gay and then teachers accused him of homophobia and kicked him out of the classroom and this is a direct quote. This is what he said. As for Harry Potter, well, he's not the only gay in the village. And then he decided to say that everybody else in that book, they're all wimps. And TV is crop compared to books. And just knocked down Harry Potter. Has core. he
2: read the books, especially the ones 4, 5, and 6, where it hits the fan, people?
5: Yeah, he's Jeez. read The Lord of the Rings and realized that there are so many better books out there than Harry Potter will ever be. And that is why he's saying you that. You know,
2: Harry Potter isn't... I've read some of those. I'm going to admit it now. I'm never going to get touched by a woman again.
0: Um, no, actually, I think that's pretty pretty cool, but I'm not going to touch you, Neil. Don't get excited. However, um, they, we should review Harry again? Potter for this show. I
2: thought that they were they were pretty decent books. They get darker as it goes on. As as you can see in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Goblet of Fire comes out in November, so you're going to see how dark this series gets. Ooh. Lord what of the Rings
0: will
5: still always be better.
0: Yeah, Lord
2: of the Rings. I'm going to have to admit Lord of the Rings is better, though.
0: Well, In either way,
2: power. whatever's
0: mm-hmm. better, what's really great is what's going on this weekend. So yep. uh, I'm going to be honest. There's tons. And obviously, as we had Sharon on earlier, it is our um, S-150. I'm not even going to try to butcher that S word.
5: Sesquentennial. Again. Thank
0: you. Oh, you're one of the ten, Aaron. Yeah, thanks. Nice. <laughs> I have no
5: Seth. Other... Seth.
2: Seth.
0: Riches. Seth. Yeah, well, Animal don't word. try. So the <laughs> celebration is going on this weekend. And just to let you know, Impact will be splashing around the water carnival this weekend. That's going to be tomorrow from 5.30 p.m. until Beware 7.30 p.m., just as Sharon had promoted earlier. And uh, it. Uh, an as she mentioned, it was created back in 1923 but discarded for some reason since it wasn't too popular from what she said. But now that it is revived, it should be a pretty cool event. And there's also going to be us impactors hanging out near the rock tomorrow. So uh, look for us. We'll be making our presence known. And the very next day, keep your underwear on. This is even more exciting, y'all. It's already it's off. It's going to be the <laughs> S-150 parade, oh, which sweet. of course which re- replaces the homecoming parade. And that will kick off at noon, as Sharon mentioned earlier. So just wanted to kind of reiterate that again. There's lots of haunted houses going on too, guys. Halloween's in full gear. And there's this new one in Lansing that's opening up this weekend. And if you guys remember that video game called Phantasmagoria.
2: Wow, I, I'm speechless. You Do actually you just
5: named a video game I don't know about. I know of Castlevania, and that was a haunted house.
0: Okay, well, it was this really creepy game that my brother got back when we were uh, junior high. I mean, it's kind of old. I don't. I can't really recall too much about it, just that it was creepy as all. Ugh. And uh, apparently they kind of got this theme going from that video game, but it's at the Logan Square Shopping Center over on uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. So I would love to check that out. It opens today and it goes through Saturday. For more information, go to com. So that'll be pretty cool. It's brand new here. And obviously, there's going to be a ton other haunted houses, which uh, the mother of all shows we, will probably we, review for we you. We will
2: go out because, you know what? We love Halloween on the mother We do. Of all Halloween's
0: Show. our favorites, uh, our favorite holiday here, outside
2: so. of Thanksgiving, which is my favorite holiday. <laughs> I'm patting my belly.
0: Anyways, <laughs> well, you got you still got a little while there, Neil. <laughs> um, theater going on this weekend. The MSU Department of Theater kicks off the school year this year with Born Yesterday. All right. It began tonight at seven thirty at Peasant students. Theater in Wharton Center. But That's no worries, the Passant
2: theater. no yes. worries.
0: The Passant, excuse my mispronunciation. Uh-huh. The Passant theater, we'll just call it the P ten Theater. The P-10. Going with our S one fifty go to theater.
5: the P ten Theater. <laughs> Thank you, there, anyway. Yeah, no problem.
0: Now uh, it's yeah, about ditzy X chorus girl Billy Dawn, mistress to ty- tycoon Harry Brock. She gets this kind of rude awakening when Harry. Hires Paul Verall to make Billy a little more refined and educated, and uh, after that, she ends up falling in love with that guy. So uh, Wait, they're trying to educate. They're trying to educate his girlfriend because apparently she's kind of ditzy and flaky and doesn't okay. know what's going on in the well, world. Well, He's
2: not nice either.
0: Uh, yeah, if you guys do know the Born Yesterday I, story, I there the was Born a movie now too before. as well. So John Goodman played Harry Brock. That's right, and uh, Melanie Griffith played um, Billy Dawn. Harry Brock. The Big Dits. Thank, thank you, Jay. <laughs> no, it's a romantic comedy, and it's Garson Cannon's first play that was produced on Broadway, and it's originally set in the 1950s, but, uh, of course, the MSC Department of Theater kind of updated it. They always do cool stuff like that, <laughs> and they always update and put, put cool twists into their productions, so I'm looking forward to seeing that this weekend and coming back with a review next week. Awesome. So Also, the East Lansing Film Festival Society is going on this weekend, and indie films are not that common here in East Lansing. So that's a cool opportunity to check around or check out. And uh, murder ball is uh, this week's movie. Is that like Rollerball?
5: die. but
0: you murder people. I'm so a fan of it already. That's I all rip- I really know about rip- I wish I had more information, but you can always go to ELFF.com for more it info. It sounds like they're
2: ripping off uh, the old 70s horror film, The Phantasm, where the, the tall man's got silver balls. He... Th- he kills Excuse people me? by, th- by having these silver spheres fly through the air. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have all right, silver balls go- flying through the air, <laughs> and that's before. also being remade by. The same
0: guy. All I heard out of that was silver balls. We're gonna go to concerts. We're flying Great. through the air. Mega 80s is gonna be at Club 131 tomorrow, which I'm excited about. And this Saturday, Rufus Wainwright will be at the MSU Wharton Center in East Lansing. And I think some of those proceeds are actually going to Hurricane Katrina, so. That's very cool. Yeah, very cool stuff. But the weekend is looking promising, so hopefully you guys will check out some of those events. There's
2: no football game, but uh, there's parades.
0: I know, but there's parades, so And hey, we love a parade.
5: We do. I love Instead
0: of tailgating, we can just Go to parading. A parade. We can go, we can parading. go parading. Here we go.
2: And Pull the grill up, bring a couple of your favorite beverages up to the grill, and just watch the parade and clowns. Do you suppose
4: they have a certain the certain hours for that? Hallway. You gotta get passes? Like into lottery?
0: Yeah, parking passes. For the, for passes. the parading. Oh, parking. <laughs> yeah, parking okay, passes, she's... of course. Tennis course. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Danielle and Owen, or Owen, and Aaron, for being here tonight. Owen skedaddled earlier, punk. But uh, everybody have a great weekend. We'll be back next Thursday, and take care. See ya Ciao. all. Thanks for listening to this evening's Exposure, only on 88.9 The Impact.